0: obviously we have you know parts that are of course baloney where we're just you know we're talking about you know some cocaine or you know just being silent and laughing at the (laughs) pictures of adam sandler pure malarkey you know there's obviously irrelevant content yeah um but you know that's good because it keeps us lively you need more coffee don't you
1: i'm gonna go piss out of my dick and then i'm gonna put coffee into this cup and then put it into my bladder okay through my mouth through my mouth through your mouth esophagus or your nose okay Either way. This meeting is
0: being recorded. Now you will be sued if you say the wrong thing. <laughs> Ooh, that was so. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with a question, hot question,
1: right now. It oh man, I want it to be so hot that it burns, it sears the tip of my
0: penis. Come again. Let's go. Come on, baby. Who has the best warble? Is it Dolly Parton? Is it um, who has the best warble? It's a good
1: question. I feel like anybody from the 30s. You know what I mean? Because everybody in the 30s had to sing like this. Like, I don't know why they did it, but everybody had to. Life is a bowl of cherries.
0: The thing about it is people always want new sounds, you know what I mean? And so, you know, people started just doing weird shit with their voices because they're like, well, I need to do something different and entertain folks and, you know, and then
2: I need to entertain folks.
0: Yeah, music was like a form of like weird entertainment where it was, I don't know. Like watching Boardwalk Empire and like some of those scenes it's just like it's funny. <laughs> Boardwalk Empire is so fire, dude. I just watched that shit. Yeah, I just finished it. Well, I guess I finished it probably a year ago now. But,
1: you know, I got to say, though, the last season where they had the young guy impersonate old uh, what's his face. I was not that into it. He did a good job, but I just was like, oh, come on, man.
0: What is this? Yeah, uh, it definitely trailed off a little bit, but I did really appreciate how it ended. Yeah. Like, I really liked that. I think it was poetic, poetically. Uh, just Hot take here again. Uh, Like, oh, shit. My favorite Star Wars movie of all the Star Wars movies, hands down, bar none, no questions asked. And people get pissed off at me when they hear about it. But it's Rogue One. I'm disappointed and I'm angry. Yeah. Tell me why. Answer me. Uh, Because everyone's dead at the end. Yeah. How often do you see that? How often have you seen a, a movie where they accomplish what they have to, but it means their death? Right, Like it is a kamikaze mission Like can you ever tell them Tell me of a movie that like You know it, if you can I could probably count them on one hand right Yeah if you gave me a month I think I could collect the list Yeah uh, okay come back in a month On that um, okay <clears throat> point is uh, It's different right it was very different It wasn't like people didn't walk away Like oh my god that was so good The, the, the good guys won it's like Oh dude they just sacrificed their fucking You know their shit for this yeah.
1: I enjoyed it for the novelty factor because it's like, that is what would have happened. I mean, according to the canon of this whole story, that's literally what the fuck would have happened. So I like that they went into it and just told this dark ass story. You
2: cannot go back into the darkness.
0: It was well acted. I don't know. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. It's hands down my favorite Star Wars project over any of the first three at this point. And that pisses people off. Everyone's like, Empire. And I'm like, well, no, I, I do <laughs> I liked Return of the Jedi more, but you know, Dude, and,
1: thank you. I'm like the only person who's ever
0: fucking said that. No one agrees with me. No, it's because they don't want to admit it because everyone's like, well, Empire is just like so much cooler. So like I'm like, I don't know, man, like as a kid, I just loved Return. You know what I Dude, mean? And, and like same. I'm not I'm not going to fight that. i go back and I watch it. And I'm like, you watch fucking dope.
1: I'm sorry, man. But dope. when I was a kid, Return spoke to me. Empire was dope. Don't get me wrong. It was cool. But as a kid, Return spoke to me because Luke was wearing the black outfit when he came through, looking like a fucking badass. They had all those like crazy creatures all over the place. You saw Jabba Mm -hmm. the Hutt. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Ewoks. Come on. shit was fire.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's definitely the culmination of the Star Wars universe. The best of all of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: uh, as far as that. I mean, even the, the A New Hope is hella good too with the Jawas. Wait, A New Hope, the first one, or I mean, oh. you know, Star Wars.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: like, which one?
1: Um, let's uh, 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 one, two, new, three, uh, five, uh, seven. Um, but you know what? One was the worst, the very last one, horrible, <laughs> fucking horrible.
0: The third one? Oh no, the, the one the, the recent one? Yeah. Horrible. No, that's no, it wasn't as bad as. Uh, I'm telling you, we've talked about this before. Hayden Christensen is hands down the worst cast anything (laughs) in the entire Star Wars universe. Like, you cannot tell me that the most badass villain of Darth Vader was Hayden Christensen when he was younger. Well, like some spoiled little fucking white suburban kid that turns into Darth Vader. They fucked up Anakin's character 100%. Yeah, we've talked about this.
1: But I don't even count the first uh, the prequels. I don't even count them. Like, I, they don't even register in my head as being part of the
0: canon. Really? Not even the first one? Like, because, I mean, what, you're 33? 34. 34, okay. How dare you?
2: Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? I'm
0: sorry. So you were, I mean, you were like 11 when yeah. Star Wars Episode One Some came out. Some shit like that, yeah. Yeah, so that probably hit, you know, like, I was nine. I was pumped for it. You know, I bought, oh, the, I was I bought the VHS when it came out and, like, took it home and it was like, <laughs> thx version and all that shit and i also yeah. played the star wars episode one card game that was released oh wow <laughs> yeah and i i won a nationally recognized tournament and i got a holographic the bulba the the pod racer evil guy you know <laughs> wow so like there were two holographic cards that you could only win if you won a tournament. And one of them was Sebulba and one was Anna, young Anakin in his pod racing oh, like God. helmet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I won one of the tournaments. That's the weirdest shit I've, <laughs> I didn't know about you. <laughs> oh, dude. I get into shit. I sold all my Pokemon cards to do that. And I made a shitload of money on the Pokemon cards. Oh, wow, dude. That's dedication right there. So me and my best friend, like fourth, fifth grade, we would just straight up take the bus to downtown Bellingham from his house and would hang out at this hobby store where just like, you know, people would be fucking playing card games or whatever, you know, and they sold everything from Magic to Gathering to Dungeons and Dragons. Pokemon was like really big. And there was always, the name was like Rick, Rick from Galaxy Beyond. I think it was what it was called. A Galaxy Beyond is totally what it was called. But Rick, he was this super, you know, overweight dude that chilled behind the counter and didn't really care if kids like hung out there. And then there was this, you know, so it was just all a bunch of like 10 to 13 year olds, pretty much, or eight to thirteen year olds. And then this one dude who was like into Pokemon who was in his twenties. Hmm, problematic. And was like a total dick, you know what I mean? Like spending all of his money and like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But he was super into Pokemon. This too. isn't for kids. It, it, yeah. It was on some like don't touch the first it, editions. It, it was in essence. Very similar to the comic book guy in The Simpsons.
2: Ooh, loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. Yeah, that's what I imagined immediately.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he was nothing like it, like look or the way he acted or anything like that. But when I think back on it, I'm like the vibe, like it, it came from the same idea. Yeah, the attitude was similar. Yeah. And so, yeah, I used to hang out there all the time. And, well, I think you should put that on your resume, man. Oh, uh, tournament winner? Yeah. Winner of a nationally
1: recognized Star Wars Episode 1 <laughs> card
0: game. You're worthless. Where's your microphone? What are you, what? you What's this hand mic? It's just cooler, man. My way that I check the weather around the country is by just looking at baseball scores. Because, you know, it'll be like, you know, delayed or, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, you know, the Northeast is hitting, getting hit right now. But didn't you see that video? Or you, did you miss the video of the woman trudging through trudging through the brown water in the new york subway
1: yeah it's so sad it's like jesus christ man and that was like one day of raining that wasn't even like that serious
2: on the rain.
1: yeah well, it was a lot of rain it was a lot of rain but but it wasn't
0: that serious yeah
1: i mean this is going to be like their reality now it's going to be constant storms
0: yeah and our reality is going to be fires oh the burning i mean yeah i was just reading an article about how Fire in Southern Oregon is just fucking exponentially grown. It's fucking phenomenal, man. Hurricanes and fires. How about the
1: fire hurricanes? Oh, when are those going to start up? You know, the ocean is on fire. That's pretty dope. Oh, well, yeah, they put that out. But, you know. Oh, did they? MX. They put enough water on the ocean to put out the fire. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I just thought that was like the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Like, I get I get it. But it's also so fucking absurd that the ocean was on fire so they were shooting water at the ocean to put out the fire on the ocean.
0: I was I was like what the fu- what the fuck man is this an onion article? It felt like it. But I mean, it wasn't water on fire. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Oh shit, fuck ass cock. I just spilled some shit. I'll get a towel.
1: I will be right back. <laughs> Sincerely sad about what I've done here. Damn, bruh. I got it fucking all over the place and there's shit in the way. What well, about I done? Man, I got so fucking obliterated on Friday. Jesus Christ. I want to hear the details. I was crawling to the bathroom on my hands and knees, puking everywhere. Vaughn had to take care of me.
0: Why? Why would you do that?
1: I know, dude. Man, I didn't expect. I thought I was going to go home at like 11, 12. But at like 2 or 3 a.m. I'm fucking puking all over Vaughn's house.
2: New guys in the corner puking his guts out.
1: Let me get another towel. Hold on one sec. I'll be right back again.
0: No. When I'm doing. When I'm doing drugs in the morning time. or the afternoon. It's a good place to be. When you think about me. God, my thighs are so fucking
1: sore. It's unbelievable. Burn thighs. <laughs> yeah for your eyes. I did a bunch of squat jumps and uh, mm-hmm. lunges and then I rode to Capitol Hill from Ballard. It was serious.
0: Did I ever tell you about the time that I farted and then passed out? Come again. And then <laughs> So no, okay, I haven't. All right. So, I woke up kind of half dazed, walked to the bathroom, right? Yeah. And you know, I feel in my gut, you know, that that bubble. Oh, yeah. i push let the fart out and then i get really lightheaded oh no and and i just passed the fuck out right like on the toilet no 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 i was walking to the bathroom Oh, oh no by the time i pass out i'm like in the bathroom next to the toilet i collapsed on my legs in a weird very very weird way managed to not hit my head on anything bathtub or whatever right and uh you Know Selena hears a big old thud, like comes. Oh, this in is there. like recently. Well, it was a couple years ago. Oh, okay. This is this, yeah, I guess three years ago now, two and a half, three years ago, two and a half, 32 months, maybe <laughs> maybe 30, maybe 33. I'm not sure. Okay. Hi. And so I pass out. She hears me, you know, like comes into the bathroom. I'm all ghostly white.
2: This man is dead. Looks to me like beef poisoning. She wakes me up.
0: I have no fucking clue what. Is happening i just say my legs hurt my fingers hurt
2: what's
0: that
2: my fingers hurt
0: oh well now your back's gonna hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty Hmm. anybody else's fingers hurt i didn't think so and like i'm trying to like get up from the position so like what happened was i like landed all my body weight on my legs and just squashed like my I fucked my knees up right and you know it was just like I was not ready for it not limber at the time by any means so I ended up having to do uh, you know physical therapy and shit for a while right yeah. And f- finally, I got to a good physical therapist and she was like, okay, your knees are fucked up because your quad muscles aren't strong enough. Right. So what you're okay. going to need, what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to be doing these quad exercises and all this stuff, uh, to get your knees better. You know, like obviously not just quads, but you know, mostly quads and hamstrings, you know, just all of that stuff. So I started going to the gym and when I got to the gym, I could do leg presses of about a hundred pounds, a little mm-hmm. under a hundred pounds, like just because my, my legs were all fucked up. Right. So within a month and a half, I'm doing leg presses of 500 pounds. Wow! God damn, bro! And just like without even really thinking about it, and my legs got so my my quads got so muscular to I I couldn't fit in my pants. <laughs> I had to buy new pants because I had full Australian rugby thighs. Like, <laughs> what in the hell happened? And I was just like, just trunks of muscle and like yeah. nowhere else on my body was like nearly as fit as my <laughs> calves and my quads like i had these fucking cut calves because i was doing calf turns because i you know it's like what not, you know there's these cut ass calves and just like some thick quads and then just a, a, a belly you know <laughs> and just like a like a dad bod top and then you know just a rugby player bottom yeah yeah so i had to get new pants <laughs> You were a 20-year-old athlete below the belt. What Or, you know, like a 30-year-old running back below the belt. <laughs> you know? You should
1: have done um, some competitions and shown off, but kept a shirt on and everything and, like, maybe a hoodie, but just, like, a bikini bottom, you know? Oh, Yeah. And just, and just showed that off, man. Probably could have won. You could have added that to your resume, too. You would have been a fucking nationally recognized Star Wars prequel card game tournament winner and I need, to th-
0: I need to find that certificate
1: a below only Donald Duck uh, style uh, muscle competitor
0: mm-hmm. below the belt only. Oh that's the name of the competition below the yeah. belt Yeah, you wear no pants but a belt a t-shirt right. and then you gotta show <laughs> off your lower ups.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and whoever's got the sweetest quads calves and buns mm-hmm. takes the gold
0: mm-hmm just yeah, purely, purely a uh, just assessing your physicality. You don't have to actually do anything. Besides, no, yeah. You
1: know. no. All you have to do is walk a little bit, do a turn, you know, flex, flex the butt. Mm.
0: That's it. You know how they bounce the pecs? You know? Yeah, uh, yep. yeah. I want to, I want to bounce the cheeks. Oh yeah, you could. Totally. You know, yeah, I mean, you, I've seen girls do that. Yeah, been to a, been to a, a strip club where you know it's just impressive. Yeah, If they can twerk and do that, it's like, mm-hmm. well, the, the first job I got when I moved to Portland was at a strip club and it was, it was called exotica, you know? Okay. So it was, you know, where you, where you go to see the ebony women. The, ah, uh, so uh, it was just uh, like th- playing to the racist crowd. Yes, exotica. exactly. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Jeez, so first gross. job I got when I moved to Portland was bar back. Cook pole at cleaner the, at this yeah pole cleaner. Just got who's this guy on stage? Get off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, just like you don't like what you see? You're wearing like a cutoff shirt and some short Ooh. shorts. Yeah, exactly. Like Hooters, <laughs> yeah, Hooters outfit. Um embarrassed and like trying to clean the pole. You know those like nylons that look like they're flesh colored? Yeah. And then you wear fishnets over that. Oh, know? so it like shapes okay. your legs, and then you have the fishnets on. So you know, yeah, that's yeah. That was the outfit. And this is oh uh, nice what you had Hell to yeah. wear. I could imagine it easily, and it looks great. Yeah, but needless to say, you know, lots of uh, strange things happened at the strip club. Yeah, I can definitely, yeah, I believe that. Um, yeah, I, one of the jobs that I had to do, you know, this is an unsanctioned job, but it was still a job that I was given was to, they handed me a box of straws, and were like, cut those in thirds, and then just turned around and walked away, and I was like, huh? Wait, what? Oh. For cocaine? Hey. Por la Cocaina. Sí. Yes, uh, La cocaine.
1: Cocaina. Yeah.
0: So there were other the girls working there. They were all black except two white girls, right? And one of them was like the the big white girl. Okay. <clears throat> that the black guys loved, right? You know, okay. like not all the black guys, but you know, like the like she had a lot of you know loyal patrons that were like you know they just she's she's thick, voluptuous. They liked her. And the other one was this girl her name was Diamond right okay of course that's her uh, uh christian given name. it's either diamond or cinnamon or something yeah. of that nature so and so diamond was you know according to a couple of the other girls there uh diamond was you know selling some stuff on the side you
1: know what i'm saying okay okay
0: yeah, you want to, you know, you want to lap dance, you know, you want to pay an extra couple hundred for that lap dance. You want that lap dance to end up in your car out back, you know, I got a nice Mercedes and, uh, you know, kind of lap dance you want in the car, you know, uh, a white lap dance, uh, you know, pink lap dance, uh, brown lap dance. Uh, we got colors, Ooh. you know, it's a rainbow. <laughs> so, point is, you <clears throat> getting down. Um, for research purposes only, how much is this? and where uh well i mean the place is closed it's carl's jr now Damn so it. i don't know if you could get the same services maybe she's still working out of at, there though at carl jr that you could <laughs> Exotica. and if you can you should probably tell me <laughs> hey, you ever want a, a, a big carl and a and a and a big plate ass <laughs> big carl and a big plate ass yeah i'm just you know
1: Trying to get a burger in my load off, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> at the same time, you know? Trying to get some <laughs> special sauce from a burger and fries, you know what I mean? You get it? That's disgusting. Disgusting.
0: Yeah, so it was such a ridiculous job because, like, some of the, the tasks were like, okay, you know, take all this frozen food that we got in from fucking like, cash and carry or whatever, right? And put it in pre-portioned, Ziploc bags right so you got to weigh out the fries fries off to be whatever like three ounces chicken strips onion rings etc right so everything's pre-portioned so when you know like if you were actually it makes sense you know like if you actually get the order you just grab a thing fries throw it in and then I had to like butcher steaks because we had steak and eggs periodically Wow. so all right. so, so if it, all of a sudden they like come in and they drop like fucking 220 pound uh New York's fucking a man fucking racks on me and they're just like oh yeah so butcher those up and i'm like "Eh, had you had any experience doing that that's fucking wild man the answer was no no i had no no professional butcher experience (laughs) but i figured it out you know (laughs) uh one of the tasks i also did was because i had nothing to do so i just brought my computer there and played playstation one emulator oh yeah I, i watched a lot of it's always sunny in philadelphia and i played a lot of mlb 2001 sounds fire besides the butchering which you know that's bizarre yeah, I mean, there were things that were fun about it. Obviously, it was definitely a I don't know a bit of a shocker for me. You know, it was my second time ever being in a strip club. Was when I went in to interview. <laughs> so, yeah. and they're like, you know what, a butcher a steak. You, you know, a like, butcher a steak, uh... kid. No, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, how butcher. old were you at the time? This is twenty four. Oh, okay, 20, maybe yeah, but almost twenty five and i ended up falling on the grill right because so what happened was falling on it so i come in for my afternoon shift the guy had you know that worked the morning shift he's like all right Pete's out you know and just like leaves hella quick doesn't like give me the update or anything like that i'm i'm serving some plates you know like an hour later and what had happened was he'd spilled the grease trap oh fuck and had kind of cleaned it up you know like hit it with the mop a couple times and then thrown the fucking rubber mat right back over it right Oh, so, shit, so the bro. way yeah so the way that the kitchen is set up is like they have a grill that's on full blast all the time with two sheet trays on top so mm-hmm. if, if you want a new york you know because think about steak is like you're supposed to let it get to room temperature right but when you order it at a restaurant and you're supposed to cook it right then you know you're pulling it out of the fridge so you have to have a very hot grill like very right. hot so you know we have this grill on like 550 degrees with the things on top of it all times just like hella hot I'm like walking past it. You have to like do this L around it kind of. And the mat's right there. And the mat slips out from under me. The plates fucking go up in the air. And my right arm lands on the grill. Ugh. And so I smelt, I smelt myself cooking. Come again. Did it smell uh, good? Would you have eaten it? Hard to discern through the burning hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh no, maybe it was just like, it was like literally charred skin and hair. Like, God smell. damn, man. You know? I bet you didn't even feel that shit at first. Oh, well, you know, I'm not really. Well, it was like a white hot flash, and then I couldn't move my arm, like, <sighs> like, like, like my elbow locked up. And then I walked out and I was like, hey, I'm going home. Like, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I gotta go to the hospital. And they're like, what if, but if you leave, like, we have to close because we don't have a cook. <laughs> They didn't give a fuck. No, they didn't give two shits. And then I was trying to like, just get the owner to sign a piece of paper because she wouldn't answer the phone, just that I worked there so I could get my unemployment for like the time, or my, uh, not unemployment, like workers comp or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. I like wasn't trying. And and she thought apparently that I was going to sue her because she was really high on cocaine and very paranoid. Ah. And so she was avoiding my calls for a long time. So then I'm supposed to come back And it was like a day before I was supposed to go back. And there was a shooting at the club. Oh, shit. And I don't think anyone got killed or anything like that. But they ended up closing it, you know, for a police investigation or whatever. And then it never reopened. And now it's Carl's Jr. God damn. That is like
1: the most American capitalist thing I've ever heard in my life. You're like, hey, I just have like fucking seventh degree burns on my arm. I need Mm -hmm. to go to the hospital. And they're like, um, yeah, but people are still ordering food what yeah we're gonna have to close the kitchen if you go to the hospital what
0: yeah and i'm like well yeah now i know what it's like to be a jew because i had relatives at auschwitz and i can smell myself cooking so get the fuck i'm out of here you know just like just laying it on thick yeah the <laughs> look on her face was the bartender's face when i said that was, she was so uncomfortable and it's like oh, i'm jewish gosh. so like you know i didn't feel really that bad saying it but then i thought right, about right. it and i was just like Well, I did smell myself cooking, but then dropping an Auschwitz reference probably made her more uncomfortable (laughs) than anything else. And I was just like, fuck this up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I, I imagine your mindset was just trying to, like, expedite this whole bullshit interaction so you can just go fucking to the hospital. That's unbelievable, man. They're like, yeah, but we're paying you minimum wage, man. Like, we can't just, you can't just walk out. Fuck
2: you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck
0: you I'm out mm-hmm. man yeah and then you get to the hospital and they're like oh uh, okay it's not that bad so you can just go sit over there and we'll be with you in 72 hours 20 minutes it's like one of those things like when you're in the like in the airplane you know and they're like oh yeah we're you know 20 more minutes folks 20 more minutes and then 20 minutes comes by and, oh 20 more minutes Yep. it's like it's like tomorrow it never comes it will never be there you know you can <laughs> it is this is figurative ideal i'll give it to you tomorrow drug dealers and airplanes man they're always 20 minutes away same thing man seriously god the days of fucking and being in high school and waiting for your sack to appear and the dude just taking his sweet-ass time because he's at home playing PlayStation 2 games or something like that, you know? Dude, I've
1: been in the car having adventures with people who are supposed to be somewhere oh, yeah. selling a sack, and yeah. I've seen them text and be yeah. like, 15 minutes. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I had my own apartment when I was 17, and, you know, as you can imagine, it be, kind of became a haven for the the pot dealers of the town, all the high school pot dealers, you know? And I let them... Thinking back on it, I'm like, I'm so stupid. I should have asked for cuts of their fucking profit. Right. But I was, I was you letting could have run deal- a racket, bro. Exactly. I was de- letting him deal out of my house and stuff like that. Could
2: have been a Godfather. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectfully?
0: Yeah, I got to see all of the goods. Didn't do it though. Getting cuts on some sex. Uh, my coworker a while ago pointed it out, but I think it's the second verse or maybe the third verse of. I got five on it. Yeah. And the first line, he's like, I take sacks to the face
2: whenever I can. Uh,
1: it didn't come across like he yeah. imagined it.
0: Would. Yeah. And a coworker is just like, like we were listening to it at work and he just looks at me with his eyebrows up and he's just like, I take sacks to the face. And I was like, yeah, some phrasing, right? Um, Phrasing. You know, like, <laughs> It's not the most problematic accidental
1: phrasing, but
0: no, I mean, it, it's just funny when. I just did a whole project on homophobia and hip hop and, and the perceptions, you know what I mean? Over time, but it's just the hyper-masculinity and therefore I can't be gay. Therefore, like all of, all of the nuances that go into just, I cannot come off anything less than 100% it's bitches masculine. You know what I mean? Right. Right but he's taking sacks to the (laughs) face. Whoops.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's some serious regulations and rules around what constitutes being a straight man.
2: What's better than this? Guys being dudes.
1: And it is just confusing. It's like, damn, bro. Like you can fuck exclusively women only and still not be straight enough or a man enough. For those fucking that criteria. It's wild, man. Yeah, it's wild. But it's also interesting, too, because like there was this concern of like the feminization of men by like, well, specifically by white people feminizing like black men. Mm -hmm. And which is a thing that did happen in media a lot, too. There's always like this gay black man for no reason, you know?
0: Well, and they would always make the it was like it was like in 30 Rock or something. They always mention how I think it's Tracy Morgan mentioned how They always make the black actor do drag. This is just appalling.
1: What's your problem? I just think it's demeaning for a black
0: man to do drag. What? Everybody loves a dude in a dress. I mean, those are the best Bugs Bunnies. Exactly. To demasculinize him. Exactly. Um, You know? And I was like, damn, dude, that's like some crazy shit. And it is some
1: real shit. It's so layered because, A, who gives a fuck if a black dude wants to wear drag? Who gives a fuck if anybody is gay? But then again white people are intentionally including that in there to demasculate. Are you talking? However you say it, (laughs) emasculate, I guess, uh, black men, which is like so ridiculous because it doesn't seem like that should be an effective. I don't know. There's like so many layers to it, man. And it's all homophobia and racism. It's what the culture basically boils down to.
0: So the irony, and I didn't know this until I did this project, was that So the first song in hip hop, not about partying, right? The first with vocals, the first quote unquote conscious hip hop song to bring in Uh, social issues or political issues or whatever into the song was uh, Grandmaster Flash's The Message, right? Don't push me cause I'm close to the edge
1: I'm trying not to lose my head
2: (laughs) It's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how I keep from going under
0: Mm, Okay, so this is the first example of bringing consciousness to the world of hip hop and it also has some lines about you know, gay, uh, gay bashing and stuff like that. Crazy lady living in a bag, eating out of garbage bags, used to be a fag hack. And so this is the first instance of quote unquote, you know, intelligent or, you know, nuanced, socially conscious, socially con- conscious, yeah, conscious hip hop. Right. And it is, it's just got this like little bit of, you know, just tucked homophobia, like right underneath it yeah and i was like oh okay you know and and you just go you go throughout and there's a lot of it just like laced, that it's like dude this music could be so good right like think about how good it would be i don't know even like i go back and i listen to the chronic 2001 you know i was like the watcher the, the second track on that the yeah. first Fucking real track classic shit right and it's um one of my favorite tracks so i'm just like letting the chronic 2001 play and then the song big egos comes on and you know, it's also one of my favorites. Dr. Dre has some line. He's like, he's like, I'm hitting switches, making bitches eat bitches. You me grab yeah. my dick every time I pose for pictures. I yeah. own acres, floor seats watching the lake. Yeah, it's point is shit. I know the whole word's Classic, the whole thing, bro. But I'm just like listening to that and I'm like, making bitches eat bitches. And I'm just like, yep. this so I've been thinking a lot about it. And I'm just like, where's the consent in that? Like, if you were baller, like Big Daddy Kane style, you'd be like why couldn't it just be like i'm hitting switches i got bitches eating bitches or whatever you know nah, just he's like, making them he's making he's, make, them. he's making them right so, so it's like his he's will on he's others. forcing his will on them therefore he's removing the consent from it it's just okay. kind of like i'm just like dude what this, but i mean that's another far-
1: thing misogyny is such a huge thing and well popular yeah music, you know? so that's
0: the whole project was about you know uh uh puritanical belief structures that mm, that yeah. um that's were imposed upon African Americans by slave owners, right? That then became embedded in their culture that then is carried on to like to all this. But it's just and which is also
1: inherently contradictory because no one can live up to these puritanical values. No one does. Like the slave masters are like one man and one woman while I rape this lady.
0: Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. He's like, yeah, marriage is like sacred. Meanwhile, I have 86 fucking mistresses that I own. Right. And it's just like the most fucking crazy concept, dude. It's just like, you speaking just of own-
1: boardwalk empire, those guys oh. are like a perfect illustration of that shit. You know, got these Republican, virtuous, puritanical uh, senators, and then they're like in a cat house doing mm-hmm. blow. Mm hmm. the fucking reality of it nobody can live up to those ideals or wants to it's just a a, you know forcing your will on other people and creating this uh, very rigid uh system of control that no one can live up to and everyone will end up going to jail about
0: yeah it's i just don't understand like why can't we just as americans be like hey this country was founded on religious uh extreme extremism that's the reality of it yeah That is like like they left england because they were like y'alls are being too fucking uh right and don't get me wrong you know i mean there was a hella fucked up shit going on at the time there were like some royal families like i read this story about this dude this royal in fucking england back in the day who literally he would bring children to his house and like torture and rape them and kill them and like when they found out about it he essentially had a pile of bodies come again of like toddler bodies in the back like no like no one cared about it you know he's doing it out in the open the whole fucking area knows about it you know so yeah. it's like it's a lot of fucked up shit that makes people want to leave that area right but then the people that came here and, and formed our government were like these quote-unquote puritans you know and, and then, then- and- 10 years later did the witch trials <laughs> we
2: found the witch might we burn, her? burn, her! burn, her! burn her! She is a witch. She looks like yeah,
0: Y'all are fucking insane, man. Speaking of witch trials, did you see uh, have you watched WandaVision? Love it. I liked it a lot. Marvel keeps coming with the hits, man. A lot of people were like, man, it sucks. And like I watched it and what I mean, just because like the first three episodes are are mostly sitcom, right? It's yeah, like But 50, that's what's 50, genius about it. It's genius on so many levels. Yeah, I thought it was real. I thought it was real good.
1: I really like production liked- value and the way they emulated that shit, the way it plays into the story all overall, like diegetically. It's mm-hmm. fucking genius, man. I don't understand how anybody could think that sucks. It's crazy. Like I said, the emulation of those eras, which is like spot on. They got it perfectly from the fucking sixties all the way through the two thousands.
0: They killed it. Well, yeah, they went what Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. And then. Oh, Bewitched, of course. Bewitched. And then. And then Brady Bunch. I dream of Gene. No, no, it was Brady Bunch in the seventies. Brady Bunch, yeah, yeah. And then Modern Family. Oh, and um, Full House, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was full, yeah, Full House, and then Malcolm in the Middle, and then the Modern Family one. They did it was really spot on, but it like still made me uncomfortable. Like Why? I feel like I don't know, like something about it, like it was almost like too, like I, they should have been a little more subtle with it or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Modern Family does it, and they do it well. I've never but, actually watched Modern Family, so. I could tell that's what they were doing, but I didn't
1: actually know anything. about ABC it. puts out some like
0: sneaky,
1: good sitcoms. I've heard a lot about it. I just never really wanted to watch it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I watched it because it was on when I was dating this girl and she liked Survivor a lot. Right? Oh God. So um, needless to say, we're not together anymore. <laughs> but uh, so I'd, I'd be chilling on my phone. Yeah. And uh, you know, survivor or whatever would end you know some reality show would end and that show would be on and you know you catch the first little bit of it before they do the credit scene they would catch you like uh hook you in like that and yeah some of the jokes the, the characters like the shit's funny oh good you're back i need you to help settle a spat between our blacksmith and the chimney sweep be nice it took me 20 minutes to find my opera cloak so if you go select like a random episode if you ever see it on a streaming service you just select a random episode you'll probably like it yeah, probably. You know, it's like Shit's Creek. People were trying it's to get those... me to watch Shit's
1: Creek, and I was like, no, that looks stupid and it's dumb, and I hate it. And then I watched it, and I was like, this is like the funniest thing and the best thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Eugene Levy has been my hero since I saw American Pie, and I was like, those eyebrows. Dude, for real. Those eyebrows like, are. I, 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 yeah. And then his son, his eyebrows, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got his eyebrows for sure. Uh, Selena was looking because <laughs> she's watching Shit's Creek right now. It's, fucking amazing okay i'm sorry i'm not a con it's so good man it's unbelievably good she pulled up some pictures of eugene levy uh in the kit and the kids when they were little mm-hmm. because did you know twyla is his daughter oh okay i did uh, not know that actually twyla is the uh the waitress yeah, yeah i did not know that at all yeah, so that's that's his daughter in real life that's um and he looks a lot like their mom that's pretty cute. that's wild yeah, that's pretty cute Um, oh yeah. Speaking of WandaVision, have you seen fucking Loki? No. So I have one more episode or one and a half more episodes of Falcon. And then I'm going to start. Oh, I haven't been watching that. Is it good? Uh, I started out and I was like, man, like military and blah, blah, blah. But you know, uh, every time Marvel does something that's like kind of military heavy, they do a really good job of like keeping it fairly nuanced i mean i think you should watch it i mean there's definitely going to be some stuff that carries over into loki if you've been watching that but oh okay um, yeah because it, it takes place in between and it's so it's like six episodes maybe seven episodes so it, it's not that long and it's the whole series right like it is it's essentially a long movie right there's there's not going to be a, a follow-up to it or anything like that yeah i think it's the same for
1: loki too i think
0: yeah yeah and wandavision i'm pretty sure was the same way it's like a mini series it's fucking man. dope there, man. Know? Yeah, now what they're, what they're doing is, is dope. And and they're also just, they know what, they know what they're doing. But that being said, uh, Captain or Falcon, whatever, you know, takes place, you know, after the snap of the fingers.
2: Okay.
1: Right.
0: And Sam, the Falcon has get, he, he's like debating if he wants to keep the, uh, the shield because you remember Captain America gave it to him, right? He decides he doesn't want to keep it. Gives it to a museum, you know, a Captain America museum the government has. And then they essentially cast a new Captain America. Ah, like the American government does? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's like a you know, very um, outed veteran, very well uh, respected and things like that. And then they're chasing uh, some people who found some super soldier serum. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd say it's worth the watch not the greatest, but I haven't been upset at anything. And there are some some spots where I'm like, that's dope.
1: The thing about Marvel is like Captain America was, the movie was not great. I did not like it that much. It was kind of boring. The, uh, and I thought one? Steve Rogers was kind of a nothing character. It was kind of like, didn't have a lot of nuance or complexity to me. But then they fucking came through with the second one and it was so fucking good and I was like yeah. god damn mm-hmm. same with uh, fucking Thor I was like the first two movies I didn't even watch the second one I was like this is so boring and unbelievably bad the CGI sucks and then they came through with the third one and killed it and I was like oh my god these guys they know how to course correct man
0: so Natalie Portman after the second one was like no to the third one she's like the second one was so bad big mistake Natalie well then the third one was so good she's coming back for the fourth one.
1: Oh, that's what's up well so she was she- in
0: Endgame right wasn't she Maybe, but yeah, she's, so she's still in the universe. She, you know, um so she's going to be, I think it's mighty Thor, the female Thor. <laughs> fire. <laughs> yeah. And um, so she's going to get Thor powers and shit like that and be hella badass and then be, you know, uh, a potentially big character going into the fourth
1: phase. Yeah. I'm excited to see Thor in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like such a cool way to break it up, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm pumped for all of them. Like Shang-Chi. Yeah, it looks fucking dope. Yeah, like that guy, that dude in the comics, like I always liked him. Uh, and then the Eternals, like I love those comic books. The movie doesn't necessarily look as cool as the comic books to me, but uh, the concept of them, you know, they're in the didn't fin- they try to do like a sci-fi series or something? The Eternals? A long time
1: ago? I thought they did that like a couple years ago. And it was just like not well received. Maybe it was something else. Does that is that the one that's got like, oh, what's his name, dude, the comedic actor, and he got all cut for it. Kumail Nanjiani, yeah, dude's in it, and he's like all fucking super ripped now. It's wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God. Well, I'm going down to the graveyard. I'm gonna put some roses on the grave
2: Son of a fucking bitch! Say there, friend. What's the problem? I totally forgot about my hot pocket. Now it's not even Uh, hot. Nobody wants a cold pocket. (laughs) No! Well, what distracted you? If you gotta know, I had to go take a piss. Those pesky pisses, I know it too well. What if I told you I have a product that could solve both of your problems? I'm listening. It's called a Hot Pocket Pocket Warmer. Well, how does it work? A Hot Pocket Pocket Warmer is so easy to use, a child could do it. Follow these three simple steps and you'll be on your way to having your Hot Pocket like it's right out of the microwave every time. Step one, strap the bag to your waist. Step two, attach the tube to your genitals with the rubber band that's included. Make sure it's tight. You don't want any leakage. Step three, urinate throughout the day into the bag. Our patented thermal lock technology will keep that heat trapped in. Now, insert your hot pocket anytime you want. People will be wondering, how does he keep his hot pocket so steamy? And why doesn't he take any bathroom breaks? So, I get to enjoy my hot pocket all day? And I earn my productivity at work. Honey, I'm going to get that promotion. And if you mention this ad, you'll get 20% off our dual pocket model at any participating StarMart locations. So you can share with a friend or maybe your
1: boss. Gee, thanks, mister. Hot Pocket Pocket Warmers and any subsidiary companies are not legally liable for any castration, burns, or damages to personal property. Not for use by children.
0: Hot Pocket
1: Pocket Warmers. They'll keep your Hot Pocket hot. You, you made it.
0: You made it back. Uh, I I did not die
1: that is extremely good news because if it was a video show you dying would be sensational but in a podcast you dying would be just nothing it it would not uh,
0: I don't know I think I feel like I'd sell it you think so? Yeah. but you
1: just have to take our word on it that you died on the podcast because they wouldn't hear it oh I mean
0: I'm saying I could you know make them hear it
1: oh you could like play it up really be like ah
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, make it turn it into like a Matrix Three type of death scene. You know, have it <laughs> seven to ten, seven to ten minutes long. Of just
1: uh, that pain. That was a bad movie. That was a bad movie. I still like it to watch it, you know, for nostalgia's sake. But it's not good.
0: The only nostalgia it brings up is the shit coming out of my ass, the poop out of my butt, because it sucks so much. Yeah, it was bad. Poop right out of my ass. It was really fucking bad. Yeah, I think it's one of the. I've, I've said it once. I'll say it again. It's the worst, as far as trajectory of a trilogy. Matrix one, you know, you know, we're talking like setting top the tier, bar, right? top tier, and Matrix three, like you know, terrible. Take a lap. Subterranean, like yeah, it was like a made-for-TV. Video game trailer
1: it was so bad It really was It was so horrible
0: I remember when the second one came out or whatever And there's that scene with fucking him Fighting like a thousand Oh fuck Was that the second one? I think that's the second one Like at the end of the second one or something And it was like alluding to like what they were going to do In the third one And it was the stupid Like fucking 12 years old or something 13 years old when that came out yeah. And I was like, this is dumb. This
1: is so bad. And like they kept having him jump, and then he would go from a human being into this stupid CGI character. Mm-hmm. And his coat would like not even look real. It looks like fucking paper or something. It's like it wasn't integrated into the scene. It was just bad, man. Mad about it.
0: There are some really, really good movies that came out at a really bad and I'm not saying that the matrix two and three are those type of movies, but just thinking about bad CGI, like I wonder what's like a, a good movie that it's like that just the CGI is so bad.
1: I don't know. I was so distracted by all the CGI at that time. I, I just couldn't get over it. I was like, God, all these movies fucking suck. Mm-hmm. All this bad CGI, like even Lord of the Rings. I can't. And we've talked about this. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this, but it's the so CGI bad. in Lord of the Rings is too distracting. I can't fuck with it for many other reasons as well. But
0: Peter Jackson, you're a horrible, horrible director and producer and editor. I'm
1: sorry, Peter Jackson. Ooh,
0: you're not a very good director. Yeah, can we remix that? Uh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pete Jackson. Ooh.
1: I think we should. I think it's our
0: obligation. You're not that good. At this point. I don't want to watch your fucking movies. I just think that you should stop producing. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm glad the CGI
1: has somewhat improved, I guess. Because like the Marvel movies is very CGI heavy, but it's not distracting. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, but for me, it's still distracting when you get to those scenes that are 100% green screen. You know what I mean? I'm
1: willing to suspend my disbelief for a good movie like that or something that I'm invested in doesn't distract too much. The only thing distracting is my ass. But fucking Transformers or Ninja Turtles, anything by Michael Bay at all. What the fuck are you doing, man? What are you doing? What are you doing? And the technology had been
0: improved at that point. I don't even know what the hell he was doing. Uh, I will I will defend Michael Bay for two movies. Okay. Bad Boys. Yeah. Okay. And you know what the other one is? The Rock. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That movie's the best.
2: I mean, those are good movies. You can't fucking. The Rock that. is
0: the Rock is one of my favorite action movies ever.
2: You've probably got no fucking idea what I'm talking about.
0: It's in my yeah. top ten action movies of all time, and I know it's not one of the best action movies of all time, but it's in my top ten. Yeah, because no, I, I have to rewatch it, but I'm pretty fucking sure it was a great movie. I went to San. Or I went to Alcatraz. I think the year it came out. Oh, OK. <laughs> and then it came out and I was like, stop. yeah, I went to Alcatraz before or maybe a couple of years before, but I've been to Alcatraz multiple times when I was a little kid.
1: Yeah. And of course, Bad Boys is a goddamn classic. Come on. Uh,
0: I think that Bad Boys is a classic because of the personalities.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. It's my life. Because Will Smith
0: was in his prime, you know fucking what's his name uh martin uh i take that back the rock is probably the same way though i mean sean connery nick cage and and uh ed harris like those those dudes you know on their own can all or have all carried films i mean nick cage is definitely uh he carries he carries things sometimes he's dragging it by the fucking hair but you know he's carrying it of course another plant
1: rose Ooh, i tried to watch fucking what is it wally world or what the hell is the name of it nick cage put this movie on hulu oh and uh i heard about this it's just it's five nights at freddy's the movie with nick cage and it's just like unwatchable man it's unwatchable nick cage is fine in it he doesn't really have anything to do he's just silent and just kind of stands around and then fights animatronic characters that are bad looking
0: that's not movie. speak the whole time
1: he does like he, But he's, like, so quiet. He, like, says, like, three words at a time. They set him up to be this, like, ultra badass in, like, leather and boots. And it's, like, Nick Cage, he's not that, though. Like, I don't know why they keep setting him up to be this, like, badass. I never look at Nick Cage and I'm, like, what a fucking rock-hard badass. Like, no. The Rock is a badass. There's no doubt. Nick Cage, no. Uh, he's a comedic kind of crazy guy
0: uh i don't think badass is the right word for nick cage unhinged is the is the right word that's the goddamn right vocab word right there you need one word to describe that man it is unhinged yep and uh you know there's a lot of speculation as to why he does the movies you know like is he in gambling debt does he sign like a very large movie contract like what is he doing right but you know at the same time People watch this shit. Yeah.
1: I mean, you watched it. It's like Adam Sandler. He keeps making movies for some fucking reason, and people keep watching
0: them. Did you watch Uncut Gems?
2: Uncut Gems. Oh, that was
0: a great movie. Fantastic. So then he can still keep making movies, right? Well,
1: but his movies are bad. Movies that other people make that he is in are pretty good. Didn't he make like, that, though?
0: Didn't he no. have a heavy, a heavy hand in it? No. No? Who, who directed that?
1: Um, the same guy who did Good Time, which is a fucking amazing movie with Edward or fucking what's his name? <laughs> Robert Pattinson. <laughs> uh Yeah, I don't know who did direct that, but um, no, nah, he's good in like the movies he's in. Like Funny People was pretty good. Punch Drunk Love is like one of my favorite independent, like romantic films. Uncut Gems is just. Uncut Gems. Right. It's so good. But he can't make a movie to save his fucking life. Jesus Christ. Uh, It was written and directed by Ronald Bronstein. No, no. no. Or no, I'm sorry. No, I'm wrong about that. It's directed by Josh and Benny Safdie.
2: I mean, I was Josh Safdie's music. So there you go.
1: There you have it. Then he puts out shit like fucking murder mystery on the fucking yacht or whatever stupid shit, pixel and fucking whatever dumbass shit. That movie where he plays him and his twin
0: sister. Oh, my God.
2: Face it. We shared mom's womb. We were
0: roommates. Part of it is he has money so he can spend money. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, you got to make sure you you have money, we make money. So you want to hear this? So my friend hits me up, right? Uh, I've been living in Portland like seven years now. And I've been telling all my friends from Bellingham. And I'm like, yo, come on. You know, come on down. Come hang out with me. You know, I've had places to stay forever, but pretty much, I think I could count the amount of people on one hand that have came from Bellingham to here. And I've been back to Bellingham a bunch of times. I don't think, well, I didn't go last year, but I, otherwise I've gone at least once a year. So my friend hits me up and they're like, yo, they're like, yo, I'm going to be you know, in Portland Thursday through Sunday. You want to get lunch or go on a walk? Let me know. We can go to a bookstore, blah, 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 catch up. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Where are you staying? North side. Going to the river, just chilling. It's only plans. And I said, "Yeah, all that makes sense. Let's hang." Uh, and then the ne- you know, Thursday, I haven't gotten a response yet. I'm just like, "What time do you get in town today?" Crickets. Friday, what time do you want to meet up? Crickets. Yesterday, Saturday, I get a one message at 2:02 p.m. You know, hey, sorry, it's been a few days. Are you free today? This afternoon, I'm going to a friend's uh, kid's birthday party, which I was. And I was like, "What are you doing this evening?" and it was seen that was yesterday at 3 p.m. and they haven't
1: and he didn't get back to you
0: okay oh, no.
1: that's some classic shit bro
0: yeah they decided i was like wow that's cool they were like you know
2: friends. fuck
0: hash how many of us have them friends friends friends, friends. Yeah, One you cannot uh, depend on that's some classic friends. shit man i know but so now I'm going to hit them up and be like, yo, yeah, I'm going to be in Bellingham and then just not. Just not go to Bellingham. <laughs> just uh, yeah, him they, back. Well, just now nah, the plans got canceled. Hey, you never hit me back. Uh... Uh, do you remember Knucklehead, the rapper? Mm, Knucklehead manga? I did not think He was on a couple of tracks with me, Big Battle rapper from Bellingham. I don't remember. He died in his sleep. What? Yeah. So. What the fuck, they're... man? Yeah, heart attack. Um. So, uh, well, be... how
1: old was he? Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, I'm not that old. That's upsetting as hell. Yeah, hella bummed about that. So I got the news like in some weird cryptic text, and I was like trying to find out, like, find an obituary or anything. Can't find any information because his name is super. You know, like looking up his legal name, but it's like a really. Not Joe Smith, but it's like damn near, you know. Yeah. And so uh trying to find any information about it like on social media and stuff. It's like all I could find was heart attack in his sleep. It was hella bummed out. But uh God damn man. That's yeah, he he really just put sad. out he just put out a single with Faith Evans. And uh you Holy know, like, shit. He, yeah, like he he's doing decent. He was doing decent in the music world and bad. That being said, might have to go to Bellingham to uh, yeah. memorialate. God that's damn, how man. That's how they're...
1: People, young people dying in their sleep of shit like that is like just so upsetting, man. It's like that's some shit 80 year olds do. You're not supposed to be under the age of 50 and die in your fucking sleep.
0: That's the second friend I've had die in their sleep. This, this guy's like in his 30s. My other buddy was in his young twenties. God damn, dude. We have like to take condition. care of
1: ourselves, man. Futile.
0: Did you say futile?
1: Yeah. Well, we
0: are all gonna die, but <laughs> No, I mean we gotta take care of ourselves. Like it's I just mean like when I said futile, I'm not saying that like to take care of ourselves it is. I'm saying like the grind that we're stuck in. Is a f- it's it, it, like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that much time. Like when my buddy passed away from COVID, that I, like, you know, was my lightweight coworker. uh, worked in the same space as me, not at the same times. And, you know, when he died and I was like, oh shit, like I could die from this. Like, you know, obviously you know about all the death numbers. I was being hella careful. And, you know, you have someone die in your vicinity. And then you're like, oh, is it worth... Is, is making sandwiches for people worth me dying? Yeah, seriously. Is me, is me making $16 an hour worth me dying? Yeah. And oh yeah, $16 an hour is actually more like, you know, 11 and a quarter. Right. Um, is making $11 an hour worth dying over?
1: Yeah. I, I believe that this whole crisis in the last year has made a lot of people take a really hard look at how we're doing things in america and uh kind of question what the fuck? what are we doing why are we doing this <laughs> it doesn't make any sense
0: man nothing makes sense nothing in makes our economy sense
1: is so is such a house of cards it's like all based on consumer consumerism mm-hmm. and so like when things like this happen where people who are making everything no longer can show up or won't show up to work the entire economy collapses
0: Yeah. And it's just, and then the billionaires are like, well, you know, it's because there's no money to like, keep us all afloat. It's like, no, you guys are siphoning off all the profits and you've been siphoning off all the profits forever. And you're not putting back into society. You're not paying taxes. This is exactly what would happen. Exactly.
1: 100%. Yeah. Everything that's happening is not a surprise. Everybody could knew that this is going to be the result.
0: No talking to people that don't understand it. It's like, you know, I try to be calm try to present so the hard. facts. It's it's tough. Um, I'm becoming more patient because I get older, but it, it's just, you know, we're also burning to the ground. Yeah. So, you know, part of me is just like, why do I even try? So, you know, at this point, yeah. I'm just like, all right, we'll find something that makes me happy and then try to do that until I'm dead. And I already have a vasectomy. I don't plan on, you know, bringing any more uh, uh, life into this world because if you're looking around you, like honestly, with your eyes open, looking around you and you're like, yeah, 2021, I'm gonna have a baby. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you're just you're being an ostrich. You have your head in the sand. Like, I am sorry. And and you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you know, like, but my baby's gonna be good. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna raise a good baby. And and, you know, like, and it's just like, okay, well, you know, you you might, but should you? Should you have that second kid? Should you have that third kid?
1: Right. I kind of think that's sort of like. Uh, not showing like a really deep misunderstanding of the issue in the first place too. Cause it's like, if you're like, well, I'm going to have kids and they're going to be really good and they're mm-hmm. going to counteract. It's like, yeah, but it's not individual people that are so much the problem. It's like the way the system itself is organized and allows the richest of us to, I mean, like rich people, once you get rich, like the first thing you're supposed to do is figure out ways to, not pay taxes, (laughs) start a nonprofit, you know, start a business that's outside of the country. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not, it's not like Marty down the street who's gonna fucking save the world. It's like, no, like a deep restructuring of the entire economic system and the way politics is run needs to happen. Otherwise it's pointless. There's no individual that can possibly, even an army of individuals really aren't going to do anything in the current system as it is it's like
0: there are a select number of people that can actually do things sure and those people are all in the billionaires club and they're, and they're never going to do anything because it works for them yeah and the numbers grow every day as far as the you know people who are in that club but you know as we see fucking richard branson today you know like they're all just trying to get to space yeah That's just, that's, you know, they're all like, fuck all of these people. We're going to take like 500 people and make an incestuous gene pool in space. That is exactly right. Because, you know, white supremacy, Aryan nation, you know, we tried to do it here. It didn't really work out. You know, the Nazis tried, but, you know, then we were like, "Eh, you know, we could do it here again. But I mean, the whole world is just, you know, they're not really for it. So, you know, what we got to do, we got to just start our own world. You
1: got to do it in
0: space. Only white people allowed. White Earth, yep, that's what they'll call the moon. <laughs> the moon, yeah, White Earth. Yeah, no,
1: I, I've thought for like the last like fifteen years. I think the plan is to get to space. The richest of us are going to go to space and just be like, fuck the poor, mm-hmm. and every other oh, poor people can have the earth because now it's on fire and polluted, and storming, and <laughs> we don't want it anymore. And then the poor people down here are, you know, we're all 100% programmed into the current system. So we're just going to keep ruining the earth and uh, fighting with each other yeah. and, uh, and then
0: go extinct. And then the
1: rich people will be up there fucking their cousins and shit.
0: The other thing that could be done is the billionaires could actually, you know, start providing.
1: Yeah, that's like the unfortunate thing. It's like all this automation could. I mean, it's just unfortunate, man. The chance is there to have this bizarre techno utopia Like instead of it taking all of our jobs, it could take over our jobs and we could rake in the profits individuals as individuals and just like live really nice lives in this socialist utopia. But that's just never going to fucking happen. Instead, the richest people are going to rake in three trillion more dollars during the next crisis.
0: You know, it's really difficult to think. to like formulate thought when you are exhausted. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's proven. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And so it's just like, Oh, you, you need rest. Like, Oh, well, you know, you have to work 16 hours a day. Right. Fucking provide, you know what I mean? It's like, I did that for a long time. You know, I didn't. Yeah. No mas bueno. No mas bueno. Yep. And right now, you know, it's like, I hate fucking money and stuff like that, but I just want to get enough to where I can experience the world before it burns to the ground. Yeah, of course. Cause you know what I mean? I feel like kind of a sense of urgency right now that the world is like, like when I was a little kid, you know, on just like some weird shit, but like people are like, I just always had this feeling that like, like how, how is everyone else not seeing what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. And then I didn't think it was going to happen this fast though. I think I thought that I was going to be seeing inklings to this, like, when I was gonna, you know, in my like 60s and stuff mm. like that, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like that, like I never thought there it would be like, yeah, you're, in, you just turned 30, and the world is like irreversibly fucked. Quick, quick question though, am I panicked about the fire? Or am I being brave for everyone else? Yeah. And and we've been hearing since we were what like 15 about how irreversible, like we're at the the point of you know no return. Yeah. And then every year they just kind of extend the point of no return, like a year <laughs> or two to try to like get right. people like motivated, you know, like they didn't understand from the get go. It's like, once you give people that ultimatum, that date, and then they miss it, their hope is dead. I killed it! And so they're right. not going to pick it back up. They're like, well, you already said it was too late. Right. You know? So they're like, oh, well, let's just extend the date. And then people caught on the fucking 12th time. They did it somewhat. The thing is, is
1: like everybody's so goddamn concerned with economic activity like I've heard this over and over and over again, this debate of like, yeah, but if you don't build that pipeline, we won't have the gas we need to get the trucks on the road to continue supplying stores, you know, and it's it's like, well, okay, but like if we build this fucking pipeline, it's going to leak all over the place and catch on fire. Ocean's
0: going to be on fire. Yeah. We are going to you're going to you're in a light specific. Like,
1: and if we keep taking the lubrication out of the fucking plates that roll around the earth, it's going to be more earthquakes. It, like, what are you doing? Like, what's wrong with you? How is this a debate? But it is every time. Mm-hmm. real good, right? It's really annoying. And it's like, yeah, I get that you want like money. I get that. But like, what if we just didn't do the whole we need to get make money thing?
0: Sounds impossible, but what if? See, the crazy part to me is right. Like, I understand the kind of mentality that it takes to be like, I'm going to get this money, fuck everyone else, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I understand that. I had a vasectomy. Like, I should be that guy. I should be like, give me the money. I'm going to be selfish as fuck, fuck everyone else. I don't want to like pass on a legacy or anything, right? That's how, that's how my, like someone in my situation theoretically should be, right? Right. But, in, but instead the person that has money, instead of being like me, they are killing the planet, breaking in all the resources and having hella kids as if fucking none of it's happening around them. Yeah. It's like, what? I, I, like there needs to be a term that is bigger than cognitive dissonance, that is bigger yeah. than oxymoronic, that just like envelops the human experience right now. Because right. it is just absolutely absurd. It, it really is, man. On the most cosmic level, it's fucking
1: surreal, man.
0: Yeah. It, it, Adam Sandler's face says it all. <laughs> Which one? Uh, to your, uh, uh, that one. This one? That, no, that one. Jill? Oh, Jack. Oh, Jack yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jack's face says everything. Jill's. Yeah, pretty much. Jill, this is america right here right this jill is excited about the pandemic opening up again right right and jack is like he's a little terrified you know just like he's just like he, you know he, he's wearing the they live glasses she's not
2: i have come here to chew bubble gum and kick
0: ass and that, that's that's what this is right here like, yeah
1: no i think you're right man i think well i think most people who have kids nowadays At least most people I know are accidentally doing it.
2: Watch that step. It's a whoopsie. (laughs) Wow, wow, whoopsie. (laughs) And then being like,
1: well, all right, we'll just do it. Well,
2: uh, we
0: have abortion clinics. So mm. I know, right? But they don't want to do it. But Uh,
2: let's just have
1: a baby. Is it so bad? I don't know.
0: But uh, I think. Yes, it's that
1: bad. (laughs) I think that's what most people are doing. But I do think that if you are going to have kids, or like, I don't know, if you are going to survive, there needs to be some level of just like, like blinders on, like, I can't look, I don't know what's happening, I don't care, I, I can't know. It takes a level of
0: ignorance that is, well, unachievable for me, right? Yeah. And it has been since I was in the single digits of age. Uh, I don't know why, but it's just, yeah, whatever yeah,
1: I was for sure like, I'm going to have a kid. It's going to be great. I'm going to be a dad. And then I was like, I don't know. I, I guess like 9-11 happened. I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck? Wait a minute.
0: Oh, it's you? a chattering moment for a lot of people. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, you're a freshman in high school, right? Yeah. Was it like, cause I remember when 9-11 happened and I walked into school and I was late because I'm always fucking late because my dad would always be late taking me to school. I'd get detentions and shit like that. So, you know, I just remember, you know, everyone's in their classroom and stuff. And I'm like running up the stairs trying to get there. And like it was really quiet. And one of the doors uh, to a classroom that I walked by was open and the lights were off and the TV was on. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's not normal and all that stuff. And then I got up into the room and I was like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, that shit was wild, man. mm -hmm. That shit was wild. And then the response, the response to it by the government was so out of whack and made no fucking sense whatsoever and everybody was down for it and like getting all very scarily nationalistic and patriotistic or uh, patriotic and i was like i was just freaked out man i was like this is none of this is normal none of this is right what the fuck is happening here
0: so the human brain is its job right a lot of people think it's like to be happy the, the job of the human brain is to keep you alive, right? Right. Is to recognize threats. Yeah, exactly. So fear will change a person's standards. Just allow them to be more uh, receptive to, Yeah, you yeah. Know, you put someone in a state of fear, they're more receptive to uh, different ways of safety like oh okay. we're like yeah. hey this this threat happens right now you're all scared of it and so it's like how do we protect ourselves from this threat and then the government comes in and it's like oh we have these things right right and then and then everyone's like yes because yeah. they're all fucking terrified and sure. we've all been taught that the government at least is going to have our back
1: right which is just patently false
0: yeah it was 100 obvious for native americans from the get-go right right 100 right. obvious for blacks from the get-go Right. Uh, Very obvious still for blacks now. You know what I mean? And that's why they're trying to get this whole critical
1: race theory and wokeness. That's why there's this whole war on that shit, because they don't want white, good white people to be thinking about how black people may have felt or do feel or how indigenous people might, you know, how what actually happened to them. They don't want them to think that because then how can you be patriotic? How can you be nationalistic and be consistent in your ethics? Yeah, exactly. Unless you're a white nationalist, of course, which is, you know, (laughs) that's coming back full force or maybe we never left. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they're indoctrinated from youth like every day at school up until what? Eighth grade. You know, I said the pledge, you had to say the pledge of allegiance at the start of the class. Right. That's indoctrination. You know, that is that is is cementing the the ideal of the flag into people to so they become soldiers so they respect the imagery of it. You know, like critical thinking, critical thinking, critical thinking, nothing up there. You know, it's just pride. It's pride.
1: I'll never forget like what sophomore year or something like that. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. This is fucking gross. I don't know what this is. I'm not doing it. So I sat down and this dude got so fucking mad at me. Mm-hmm. He was like, you better fucking stand up for the flag. I swear to God. And he was like literally trying to fight me. People were like pulling him away from me. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I haven't even done anything to you. I mm-hmm. sat down. Mm-hmm. I just didn't participate in this bizarre
0: programming. Yeah, you upset him, you know, and because his programming was strong. And right? I
1: could not do the P- Pledge of Allegiance in fucking uh, during assemblies. That was so gross. Oh, no. Just a no. whole army of kids like, I pledge allegiance to the flag.
0: Yeah. Gross, man. Like, I didn't do it at all in high school. And uh, I stopped doing it periodically in eighth grade. I had a math teacher that was like, he was okay with it. But I was just like, it is, what? I was like, what is this? <laughs> he, he, he knew that I saw through it. And I knew that he saw through it. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, help me out, man. And what I, was the like, fuck? I was like, I'm not doing that, dude. <laughs> you know, and now it's uh, it makes people uncomfortable, you know. But I, I go to sporting events, and I, I don't stand. I hate astro- like I don't stand. For Why astro- is it at time. sporting events? It's it's because the military paid. It the, the military it, they pay for advertising, essentially. Right,
1: right. Which should be fucking illegal. That should not be okay.
0: There is this ad for the fucking army, or maybe it's the marines that's on that they pump all the time during basketball games and it's all like it almost looks like a doctor strange fucking like preview you know but they're all in like military garb and there's all this like shit going around it's like and it shows like four different types of like like the wizard or the warrior the technician you know and it's just like which one are you you know and it's like what do you think that like my love for comic books is going to translate into i'm a mindless fuck like no dude like back off with all this shit
2: drinking fan this saturday at connor's cocaine emporium event center liverless liquor store in connor's cocaine emporium presents Natty Light Butt Chugging Contest Semi Final. Watch as local legend Dirty Dustin goes head-to-head with Dickie Dangle, who will take the belt from Terry Bonesaw in the Boof Putter Butt Bonk Competition. Come early and get your chance to chug a 64-ounce Natty Light live on Local Channel 9. All kids get a free toy kick thanks to Slash's tire supply. Don't miss out on any of the thrills this Saturday at Connor's Cocaine Emporium Event Center. You ever see commercials where the person just
0: where the person is supposed to be taking a bite of food and they just don't? <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Have you ever you ever seen no. those, those commercials? It's just, yeah, it's like someone like Carl's Jr. or something.
1: I have never noticed
0: this ever. Oh, dude. I notice this this shit all the time. It hurts my thighs. Burn <laughs> thighs. Uh, my parents,
1: like, obsessively wanted me to be an actor. And so they took me to a lot of acting classes and stuff. So I was in this acting school once and they blew my fucking mind. They were like, sometimes you're going to be on a commercial and you're going to have to eat something and you're going to have to act like it's good. But what it's actually going to be is very cold. and (laughs) It's not going to be fresh. And they're probably going to have like weird stuff on it to make it look moist and fresh, but it's not. I was like, what? Oh, my God. That's mind blowing. So these fucking kids are just like,
0: Mm, mm, I love it
1: and it's just like this cold burger that's not even like real I was like everything is a lie
0: I mean I've done food styling before oh really oh yeah and so I know all about it it's hella funny I haven't done it for like corporate shit but like because everything that I've food styled for is like local restaurants you know the ingredients on the plate are actually what you're getting as opposed to like when you're food styling at like McDonald's or something like that, you know, those burgers are 100. That's not the same. Yeah. That didn't come out of a McDonald's kitchen. It came out Ooh. of like, you know, a, a, fancy, a fancy kitchen.
1: Fancy. A Michelin four star. There's a bearded man and you're trying to kiss him on his forehead.
0: You know who that is? Do You know who the people over my shoulders are?
1: Well, it looks like T-Pain
0: on the right. Or on your left.
1: Yes, that's yeah, that's T-Pain. That is T-Pain. Now, who's that? Fucking don't know, man. Who
0: is that? You have no clue? Nope.
1: Oh, wait, is it? No, nope, never mind.
0: Dr. Andy Hildebrand. Oh, okay. Who's that? He invented auto Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Well, goddamn. That man's a genius. So, he used to do you should watch the the Netflix documentary docu series on pop music. I watched three episodes so far. One's on boys to men, one was on Auto Tune, and the other was on the Swedish pop scene. <laughs> and so the Swedish pop scene was hella dope because you know I knew ABBA, I knew Ace of Base. But I didn't realize that the the Swedish influence of pop music in America, like. Oh, there's a lot of swedish music that's written and produced or uh, a lot of music american music that is written and produced by swedish hands i didn't know that uh like i want it that away and uh i bait. want it that way yeah and which one and uh oh uh hit me baby one more time <laughs> Those are, those are both uh, swedish songs so it's funny in this little docu thing it's talking about uh you know just if you actually think about the lyrics to both of those songs you know what i mean right they're they're, kind of, they they're kind of they're kind of, of a little stupid, but
1: i guess it makes more sense if they were written in another language
0: exactly and translated right these these people were writing in english but english is their second language so, when they said hit me baby one more time, what they thought that they were saying was like, hit me up on the phone one more time. I don't like people playing on my phone. Oh, okay. You know, like, like give me a call, right? And but Brittany made it perverted. Well, it's not even that it's perverted. It's like, they, first off, they had to change the name, you know, like or from uh, hit me baby one more time to just. Dot 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 baby one more time because the record because <laughs> the record companies were like we can't market that right because <laughs> so, there are some people that are like wait is she promoting abusive relationships is she promoting is this like a sexual thing like like you know so it was just like it, it had a hot debate uh, pocket. and then you know it's Britney danced in the schoolgirl thing right. and, you know such or dressed a in scandal school, at know? the time
1: which is hilarious now
0: yeah it, it it's very funny you know. Um, and it's horrible what's happening but you know at the same time right so the translation didn't really go up but what they were trying to say was you know like like hey call me baby one more time would have been yeah. what they were trying to say and then they even had one of the dudes from the backstreet boys being like i want it that way you know like what is that you want what what way right you know what i mean like yeah i was just thinking well it doesn't matter literally what yeah what do you want but uh it, i think at the that instance it's like it doesn't matter it's like the ambiguity it of it it's like it's anything you know what i mean it's like you are in a relationship with a person or or you you're at a burger place you know what i mean you want it that way, I, it that way.
1: I remember one of my uh friend's older brothers at the time when it came out dedicated that song to his uh his girlfriend and mm-hmm. now you think about it and
0: it's like <laughs> What what does it mean? Even? Well, I'm sure that there were some eyebrow gestures, you know, some some some, some of this, you know, uh, when, when it came on, you know, and, and he might have had to explain it. But, you know, she might have picked up on the cues, you know, depends. What was um, it? Though? Did you ever find out? Was it third? Was it third base in this instance? Was it second? Oh,
1: I don't know. Let's see. You are my fire. The one desire. Yeah, this is definitely written by someone who does not speak English. Believe it when I say I want it that way Doesn't And then it goes on to say tell me why Ain't nothing but a heartache Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake Tell me why I never want to hear you say I want it that way What the fuck are they talking about dude And it just repeats that Mm -hmm. I don't You know what maybe they're talking about a breakup They're talking about a lot of things I don't know Because they say I don't want to hear you say I don't want to hear
0: you say I want it that way
1: And then it says, now I can see that we've fallen apart from the way it used to be. Breakdown. Break it down. No matter the distance, I want you to know that deep down inside of me,
0: you are my fire. You are. (laughs) Uh,
1: Speaking of songs with lyrics that don't really make any sense, I had Ray J's If I Had One Wish in my head. And it just occurred to me that he has a lot of wishes, man.
0: He's got a lot of wishes. He says, if I had one wish. If I had one wish, I'd do this. I had one, how many you know wishes do you need, yeah, like J? Multiple wishes, bro. If I had 50 wishes, should be the name that's of the
1: song.
0: The, yes. He's we would be best
1: friends. Love would never end. It would just begin. Uh, you'd be my boo. The longest wish ever. I promise to love you. Trust me, I'll trust you. We would run away, making love all day, having us a baby. What if I had one wish, I'll make you my whole life. So he's like, man, come on, bro. If I had
0: one wish, I would just, I would just control you. You know, I just you wouldn't have a will. That's essentially what he's saying, I think. You know, I'd just be puppet master. You know, it just doesn't make you any. Know? If I had one wish, you know, uh, I'd be God. You know, was <laughs> <laughs> that
1: so much to ask? I mean, come on. You know, that is the one wish that the genie would not grant you, though. You know, if you were like. I just want to, I wish I was God. He'd be like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. That's not how this works.
0: I think that the, the genie doesn't grant a lot of wishes.
1: Well, he grants them in mischievous ways, like the devil. You know what I mean? He'll give you what you want, but it's going to come to a great cost or like be fucked up in some way. That's what I imagine.
0: But you don't think the genie would ever just be like, no. And why is this genie? A, I think he would, though. I think. Why is this genie a male in your? In your uh, I don't know. He, that, he turned this genie into a guy. He, I know. You watch Aladdin? I think it's yes, Aladdin. Okay. Yes. So Robin Williams' ghost is this genie, right? And what does he deny? What wish is he going to deny of you? He's going to deny you have a million wishes.
1: He's going to deny that you're God. Um. He's going to deny that you become the genie to grant wishes. Mm. Probably.
0: No, I think yes. that would free him though oh like if you i wish because i could take the genie, your place yeah because the genie oh, yeah. is trapped in there forever that's so true if you wanted to take his place i'm sure he'd be like he'd be more than happy then you want to life yeah. of eternity in this fucking thing you like yeah yeah
1: i guess so i guess so i feel like it would be cool to be the genie because then you'd have a million wishes whatever you want but then oh no not really because somebody would have to ask for a wish yeah, can't just the, do the genie it. just grants
0: wishes. Does the genie get wishes himself? The genie's not, he's tied to the bottle. He can't do what he wants. In the movie, he's always doing all sorts of magic shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but does he does he want to do that magic though?
1: It seems like it. He's doing all sorts of.
0: If he was their son's Aladdin, would he be doing the same stuff? Hmm. You know what I mean? Question. Like He has no independence. Until the end of the movie, and they release him. What happens then? I forgot. I don't remember the end of the movie. I literally don't remember that. I just remember the
1: chains break free, and that's like a big moment. But then he wants to chill with Aladdin anyway, and grant his wishes anyway. I think. And then there was like the series, which is just confuses it. Because
0: if you could, oh, I don't know. Don't even talk about that. The only thing Aladdin I've consumed is the cartoon and the video game on the Sega Genesis.
1: What about Return of Jafar? Remember that ship?
0: Yeah, uh, with uh, what's his face is the uh, peng- uh, the parrot. <laughs>
2: Gilbert Godfrey. That's
0: the one. I was like, I almost said Robert Covington, and he's a <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> he's a Trailblazers player. <laughs> Not Gilbert Godfrey. He's the, he's, he's like similar. six foot. He's six foot eight with like a six foot eleven wingspan. <laughs>
1: Uh, but, does not
0: sound anything like Gilbert Godfrey. I don't know. I don't why. Know. I
1: can see the resemblance
0: just uh, yeah. conceptually <laughs> put the Steve Buscemi eyes on uh, both of them and then you'll see
1: put the Steve Buscemi eyes on it, everybody man those are bedroom eyes right there
0: have you have you ever looked up the Steve Buscemi eyes blog and it's what does, does somebody just photoshop the eyes onto people you need to look that up it's like you will be scarred you'll see like Scarlett Johansson who's like the hottest like actress you've ever thought about. You'll see them with with Buscemi eyes and you'll never be able to unsee it. It's the uh, fucking
1: it's... clip you sent me of <laughs> Willem Dafoe as Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Oh, my God. The best deep fake I've ever seen, by the way. That was so good.
0: I watched it like three times. I sent it to probably 10 people. And I'd say eight of them were very angry. One didn't respond. <laughs>
1: But why? It's so
0: good. <laughs> it's so Multiple people were just like, no, just no. Just absolutely not. I mean, I, I'll send people shit like that all the time where they're just like, what is this? No, stop. You know, where it's uh, the brand mashups. What's that? Uh, like the brand mashups. Did you see the bottle of May Oreo? You know, <laughs> it's, it's Ore- Oreo mayonnaise, you know,
1: I kind of understand what what they're saying when they say absolutely not no. I think I get it.
0: Yeah, but you would share that at the same time. Oh hell yeah! Probably. Yeah, exactly. So I know who you are. Let's, don't try to deny it.
1: See, I'm like really <laughs> lucky because everybody sends me the weirdest, most chaotic internet content, and I'm just like, yes, yes. Like my uh, my homie If Then, he's just he'll go on tears sometimes and send me like nine or ten mm-hmm. of the most chaotic internet. He's pooping things. when
0: he's doing that. I want you to know that. <laughs> Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've never talked to him. I think I might be friends with him on or I used to be friends with him on Facebook, but I don't have a Facebook anymore. Yeah, it's for the best. I haven't like. So yeah, they, they wanted a picture of my photo ID. Come again. They were like, upload your driver's license to react uh, reactivate your account. What? Because Why my account in
1: the world would they ever need that level of authentication?
0: It was crazy. So my well, my my uh profile name was Hash Adams, right?
1: Oh, and they were like, "You're a fake." Yeah. But if you're not doing anything suspect, then what the fuck difference does it? Make?
0: And then, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I can change my name on Instagram all the time, change my name on Twitter all the time. Like, what? I need my like Christian given name to be on right. Facebook? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I was just like, "All right, I guess I'm not going back." So I yeah, I haven't talked to most all of my friends now. <laughs>
1: You just lost contact with them completely.
0: Well, yeah, dude, if you're not on Facebook, they don't talk to you. Like, you don't exist. Christina Ricci with Steve Buscemi
1: eyes doesn't even look that different.
0: You're okay with She kind of just looks the Put same. Put that one on your background. <laughs> Let me yeah. see it.
1: Uh, Monica uh, Bellucci with Steve Buscemi eyes is a totally weird situation that I don't even understand.
0: Did you see the Scarlett Johansson yet? <laughs> not yet.
1: Yeah, so here's... Uh, as you can see, Christina Ricci, she didn't even look that different. She just looks like she's upset or like a little higher than usual. I mean, she does look slightly undead, I guess. But really, I mean, like she's already got kind of Steve Buscemi eyes. She looks like a zombie that's high on Vanek
0: <laughs> <laughs> zombie.
1: That's Christina Ricci, man. To a T. Anybody with Steve Buscemi eyes just looks like they've been crying or are very high. But then I got high. Basically. Like Emma Stone with Steve Buscemi eyes. She just kind of looks like an older lady that got high. Yeah, this is pretty great. I got to be honest. Yeah, I'm really surprised you haven't seen that. Madonna with Steve Buscemi <laughs> <laughs> Uma Thurman. <laughs> this is great, man. Yeah. Rose McGowan with Steve Buscemi eyes kind of looks pretty hot.
0: One thing that it, I kind of want to get into, but at the same time, if I were to, it would be all bad and I would never do anything else is Photoshop.
1: Yeah. I say do it because it would be so entertaining.
0: It is, but it's so useless.
1: 100%. But man, you'd produce some good internet content.
0: Yeah. But I need to be like independently or I need to have financial independence if I can, do if I want to do that.
1: You know, I was talking to my therapist about the fact that I have so many things I want to do and then I never, am able to do any of it very well because I don't have any time to devote to any of it. Yeah. And it makes me feel like shit thing. Yeah. And it makes me feel like shit because it feels like there's other people who can who are able to achieve that. And he was like, he was just like, okay, but do those people have full time jobs? And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Most of those people are like college age people who live with their parents or are somehow unemployed. Yeah. When you
0: compare yourself to someone, you have to have context and it's so easy with social media to just be like, Oh, this person's posting happy pictures all the time. They're super attractive. Why wasn't I born attractive? Why didn't (laughs) I have good parenting? Why couldn't I have been raised positively? You know, and you just start cascading down this list. Yes. But that, yeah, that person might be you know born into a life that they never had to work. Right. Never had to work a normal job.
1: I mean, most of the people who are at this moment getting like internet famous for some shit you know i mean most of those people you know they don't have shit to do
2: and you ain't got shit to do (laughs)
1: like this is the only thing they're doing and i'm working a full-time job and then i'm trying to do this and trying to do that you know and they
0: and they would say you know it's not that they don't have shit to do it's that what they're doing is a full-time job because they're doing it enough. you know what i mean but that's the thing it's like you have you like time is a finite resource you know yes he her... you only have so much there's only 24 hours in a day fucking our bodies you know, are just like oh sleep eight hours and it's just like dude fuck you body you're like, like I, I, I gotta wait i gotta waste a quarter of the goddamn day a third of the day yeah Sorry, right. i don't Easy. know how to do math It waste a third of the day doing this whole bed thing i'm whole. I'm tired. Thing like, how inefficient is that? It's A third of your life that you're just sleeping, pl- like more than a third of your life because you're baby and you're old. And you know, what I mean, it's just like you're sleeping more than that in those times. Of- yeah. If we didn't have to sleep, how much, how much life you could actually experience? Oh my but Also, God. we'd probably go insane at like age eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because we 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 just see the futility and everything. <laughs> or we'd wake up. One of the two. But you know, like actually. But I thought about that before. It's like, yeah, I would do meth if like I didn't if I wasn't on meth. You know what I mean? Like conceptually, if I was like, oh, if I could just be awake all the time, like didn't have to sleep. No, it
1: seems great. I, that's why I try to avoid sleep as much as possible. But it's like lately it's like, OK, yeah, I I, I do need I do need well, yeah. sleep. It's just like, man, I go to work, I get home and then I'm trying to do like seven fucking things. Well, and you can really only do one of them after work at all mm-hmm. and you only have like six hours to do it before you have to fucking go to bed and it's like god damn dude or not even six bro because i'll get home at like five i'm supposed to go to bed at fucking 10 because i gotta wake up at 5 45
0: man being an adult sucks if you work an eight-hour day you know that's one thing right but then right. if you have to commute an hour to work right that's you know one way that's or you you know that's a nine hour day, that's a ten hour day, that's a right. you know whatever. So it's like you're just adding it up, and then you have less time to do at home. You get home, and then you're trying to like play catch up on all these things. Right. It's still, like I used to get mad at MCs uh, for not like getting me guest verses like <laughs> pro- like pronto back in the day, and yeah. now I'm just like I get it. You know what I mean? It's like oh, we're adults, and like you know right. you get home after like working or you know doing whatever. It's I mean there are, were those MCs that it's like you don't have a job. You're literally yeah. sitting at home at your studio all the time and you're not fucking recording the song, you know, like,
1: yeah. And it's like, well, fuck you, man.
0: <laughs> and you're
1: supposed to self-care, like honestly, self-care, like hygiene and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, taking care of your body, eating right and all these things. And those take a lot of time, too.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like that's, you know, if, if you're being 100 percent like if you're actually taking care of your body with hygiene and like good food, you know, you're looking at like two hours a day, exercise. Oh yeah. And then like, so three plus hours a day. Mm -hmm. So then you got that. So that's now you're at 11 hours for the day, you know, and then you add eight hours of sleep on that. That's 19 hours a day. You have three hours of free time. (laughs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do with your three hours of free time? Yeah. Oh, you you have like 15 things to do. Oh, that's, that's cool. You know,
1: I'm so upset that I wasted my fucking twenties being a dick and not being like productive in a positive way. <laughs> I was just like fucking around, diddling around on the guitar and like.
0: Oh yeah. We all did it, The piece of shit thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not necessarily the piece of shit to, towards other people because like art is important and it sucks that we live in a society that doesn't reward art. No. Like if all. you think about back in the day, like they recognized the artistic ability of Beethoven at like what four or five. Right. Right. And, and just nurtured it. They were like, right. this is what he's going to do. Right. They gave him a piano. They gave him instruments. Dude was, kid was composing, you know, like in so young, right? And that happened with like a bunch of those classical composers. And then you hear, you know, like people like my grandma. So like, you know, why don't they make music like that anymore? It's like, well, look at the society that we live in. We don't nurture <laughs> talent. We no, don't nurture creativity. We nurture soldiers and pawns. And it's so devalued.
1: It's gotten to the point where now, like anybody can put anything out and it's considered art and people listen to it and like it like it's art.
2: And it's like, yeah, but is it though? It's crap, pure, unadulterated crap. I think if we valued
1: art more, we probably wouldn't just accept any old bullshit. You know what I mean? Like we would actually give the people who like because a lot of people are making art because they want to be Instagram famous or because they want to be TikTok. They're not making art because they want to make art. Or make some cultural impact. No, they want to be influencers. They just yeah. want to be famous. Yeah. Doesn't it's devalued to the point of absurdity. And it makes me really question, like, what the fuck am I doing, man? What am I, what am I doing?
0: What are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm going to go back to school because I want to do something for the rest of my life that I'm going to value. Because yeah. I value my time. Right? And so right now I'm having a hard time because I'm taking a couple prereq classes. The engagement is really low. When the engagement's low, I tend to get more anxious. You know what I mean? Mm. When I'm left alone in a room.
1: Sure. Yep. You got your thoughts.
0: Like, yeah. If I don't have music on or TV or or video games or I'm not doing something.
1: Like, yeah. I've recently been trying this thing out where I don't have something playing in my ear at all times. Because, like for the past, like, I don't know, five, six years, it's been every single day of my life. I have headphones in and I'm listening to podcasts or music or watching debates, whatever the fuck, something. Mm -hmm. And uh, lately I've been trying to just not do that and just exist in the world. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting experiment.
0: Yeah, I do. I try to do an hour every morning, like sitting outside or stretching outside or something like that. No headphones, just birds and shit. That's dope
1: especially in the morning too because it's like so much activity in a positive way
0: yeah. like birds chirping and whatever having a job that's like busy work sucks yeah dude And exhausting It's like that's why i want a job that uses my mind you know yeah. what i mean like i want i want to be where you feel like for- you're actually contributing something. yeah like i want to be excited to go to work because it's like a think tank you know what i mean yeah. whether what you know like because whether it's a you know scripts and like stories or or it's like you know ideas for why things are fucked up you know what i mean it's like the reason why i enjoy this podcast you know it's just talking about stuff and, and just, we're you solving
1: know. every of the world's mm-hmm. problems we're I getting know. it all figured out exactly 100 mm-hmm. after we're done with this probably season one
0: the world will the be a solved. better place yeah. Yeah. all Everything. of the problems mm-hmm.
1: yep. there will be no war in the middle east all yeah. of the economic problems of the world will be solved. You know, mm-hmm. we'll all be working four to six hours a day for four days a week,
0: three days a week actually. Three days a week. Yeah. No homeless people. No homeless people. Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone has high quality food.
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone has great. access to high quality drugs. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. For recreation. Everyone fun. has, if they want it. Everyone has uh, education as high as they want for free. Mm-hmm. Free, yeah, absolutely free. It's, it's going to be <clears throat> amazing.
0: And you know what the best part about it is? Everyone has Steve Buscemi eyes.
1: <laughs> Finally, fuck yeah. yeah. I've been trying to like not get enough sleep, smoke mm-hmm. way too much weed, mm-hmm. drink a lot. And I just am mm-hmm. not getting there, man, fast enough.
0: The, the the One of the keys to it that you overlooked is the bagginess really gets accentuated by dehydration. Uh, so no, I noticed you drinking water out of that coffee cup. The fact is... <laughs> You should be drinking coffee. You should right. probably only be drinking caffeinated beverages Okay. that have minimal to low wa- uh, water content. So you're
1: saying instead of trying to fool people into thinking I drink a lot of coffee, actually drink a lot of coffee. Well, it doesn't have to be coffee though.
0: Oh, okay. Like Rockstar. I could put Rockstar yes, in this Yes, definitely. Cup. Definitely Rockstar. Okay. Uh, heavy amounts of uh, sodas. Yeah. No, just, just, just cut water out of your diet. Okay. 100%. And I'll try to eat less foods that have
1: a lot of moisture in them as well.
0: Exactly, and everything that you drink has to have caffeine in it.
1: Okay, I'm gonna get there, man. I'm gonna say three years, I'm gonna have Steve Buscemi eyes naturally.